In today's show, we're looking ahead to Thursday in the NBA. Who we can stream in, what we're watching for, who's in, who's out. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble, on TikTok at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit UltimateBasketballGM.com and look it up on the App Store. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On, all caps, in the game. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Okay, we're going to talk about Thursday's games. There are only five of them on, so we're going to go through that. Just quickly, if you are interested, um, I have opened up a NCAA tournament bracket group over on Yahoo. I will, I've tweeted the link out. I will put the link in the comments of this video as well. I will also, I might put it in the chat for the premiere, but it's going to be in the comments to join that link. Free to join. So you is the best out of all the locked on listeners, including myself, and I'm sure I will not win, but we'll put that up there and uh, see how we go. Let's talk these games, Warnie. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> all right, Nuggets, Pistons. And you will notice a little bit of a change here if you are looking at the graphics. Instead of the spread under the game, I've got remaining games this week, games next week. So Nuggets, Pistons, you'll see the 3-2, and my formatting's a bit off there. You'll see my 3-2 there for the Nuggets. Um, that means they've got three more games starting Thursday. So we, this is a Thursday preview show. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They've got three more games this week, but only two games next week. The Pistons, ugh, two more games this week, two games next week. So while we're loving streaming Corey Joseph and Eugene Omarui, and we hated streaming Isaiah Livers, and we like Wiseman and Duran and Rocket Rodney Magruder. Rocket, 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 we can't think. We can't think. Sorry, right? Sorry. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Two games next week, even like Jaden Ivey, Killian Hayes, Duran, every one of those guys is expendable. They're not good enough to hold on. Boyan Bogdanovich, never heard of her. When's he coming back? I don't know. But they've got a stinking schedule. Over the next 11 days, four games for the Pistons. Yeesh. That's bad. But let's talk, we're talking this week now anyway. Um, who's out? Zeke Nagy's out. Marvin Bagley the third is out. James Wiseman Sr., that is. And I'm going to assume... Rightfully, wrongly, I don't know. I'm going to assume that Boyan Bogdanovich is out. And just a heads up, I'm going to assume that Bogdan, Boyan Bogdanovich, not Bogdan, Boyan Bogdanovich is out every game from here on out. Until they tell me something different, I'm going to assume that he is out. And as I say that, we've just got an update from the Pistons. And yes, you'll be shocked to know that Boyan Bogdanovich is out. Alec Burks is out. Marvin Bagley is out. And Isaiah Livers is out. But Jaden Ivey has been upgraded to probable. Okay, that's some good news there. We get Ivey upgraded to probable. Um, yeah, but there's, well, I'm just not playing. I'm just, I'm sorry. It's just not happening. And, uh, I just wish that they would, um, I wish they would tell us that because it is very, very frustrating to not have that information or be able to plan anything out as you're, I'm sure 
well aware. Um, what are we looking at on the Nuggets side of things? They've got three games this week, so they are relatively interesting um, as a team that we've got to pay some attention to because Bruce Brown has not been playing particularly well, the Shark. Baby shark but with three games in four nights... 22, 23 minutes a night. Maybe someone sits out one of those games. There's a little bit of value there in him. I also want to watch Maga Porter Jr. Not because we doubt what he can do. We doubt the minutes because they've been a little bit all over the place. The last three games before the game against the Raptors, 23, 25, no, 24, 20, 23 minutes, which is annoying right? because Porter King can produce. Where is Malone seeing him in the rotation? Jamal Murray also probable, by the way, the headmaster dealing with that knee issue. For the Pistons, again, I do want to see what Corey Joseph's role is now that Jaden Ivey is back. I expect that it's going to be lower. He's been, he was a great stream for Monday, Tuesday, Corey, but I'm not sure he's going to stick if Jaden plays. I also want to watch Marvin Bagley the fourth, James Wiseman, because he played 31 minutes last game with Duran in foul trouble. I wouldn't say that he played particularly well because he didn't, but he is able to put up some rebound numbers, some blocks, some shooting, not some shooting, some scoring numbers. Because they are giving him minutes. Too many of them. But they are giving him minutes. He is useful for now. He won't be, I don't think, with two games next week. But he is useful for now. So I want to watch the Wiseman-Duran situation. Do they go back to a 24-minute split? Does Duran, God forbid, as the better player, play more minutes? We have to wait and see what um, the legend Dwayne Casey can produce for us. Kings and Nets. This is a back-to-back for Sacramento. So they play Wednesday and Thursday. The only team without back-to-back. They play the Brooklyn Nets here in Brooklyn. So they have... Thursday onwards, two more games, the Kings, and then a four-game week next week. We've already talked about how good their schedule is. The Nets have two more games this week and four games next week. So pretty good schedules for both of those players or both those teams. Trey Lyles is suspended for Wednesday, but he will be available to return for Thursday's game. Ben Simmons will be out for Brooklyn, and Rashawn Holmes is out on Wednesday for the Kings, but he should return to not play a minute for Thursday's game. For um, the Nets, we, I, I want to watch what's happening with Royce O'Neal. And his playing time, because we thought we're getting something happening. 33, 29 minutes, and then he played 17. They gave an extra 10 minutes to Cam Johnson, and that's really where it went. So if Cam's going to play big minutes, it is going to hurt Royce, because it didn't go to Curry, it didn't go to Harris, it didn't go to Cam Thomas, it went to Johnson. That's really what it is. And maybe it's a situation where if Johnson plays 30, O'Neal plays 30, but if Johnson plays more, they just all come off Royce. And we need to watch the interplay between those two. Now, Johnson's the guy that I prefer. He's a better player and he's a starter. So there's higher minutes upside there. But how they distribute those minutes between those two, it really does have a bearing as we move forward. Today's episode is brought to you by the game, a new game, Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. You guys are all fantasy basketball people, so you have dreamed of becoming NBA GMs. That's why you love sending off trades and making waiver moves. Well, that's exactly what you do here. You manage every strategic aspect for your team. You play through the season. You lead your team to glory, hopefully. You hire the right coaches and assistants. You train and, train and trade players. You make your draft picks. You do whatever you need for your franchise throughout free agency, the draft, and all the ups and downs of a season in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want, when you want to. We've got a group on there, which you can do with your mates as well. Set up group where you see like who can accumulate the most GM points and win championships to see how you're going against your friends. We've got that for the Locked On listeners. Locked On Fantasy Basketball listeners, though, can get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit Pro Basketball GM. Com. You can scan the code that's on your screen or look it up in the app stores. ProBasketballGM.com. The game is Ultimate Basketball GM. Start your dynasty today. 
Let's go across to the Thunder and the Raptors. I didn't realize I screwed up this formatting so many times. I thought I'd fixed it. Okay, I hope I fix it for some of them moving forward. I do. All good. Thunder Raptors. Um, the Thunder have two more games this week and four next week. The Raptors have three games this week and three next week. But the for in terms of outs, Pokishevsky remains out. Delano Banton is out. Poku, I, I don't think he's having an impact anytime soon. He's definitely not someone I care to stash. I think he's well, he wasn't really worth it anyway before he got hurt. He was so up and down and out of out of the running of things. And with the production of Pig Williams, it's very hard for me to see Poku as being a guy to look at. Now, what we do want to watch on the Thunder is we'll start with the we're going to look at Williams's. We'll start with the Bronco, Jalen Williams. Broncos country. Let's run. Now, I was big on Jalen Williams earlier season. You know that. I talked about him a long time in advance before he broke out. But I, I didn't think this. I looked at what's happened for him over the last, say, 20 games. Free throw attempt rate is like 50% increase from where it is for the season. Free throw percentage, which and his shooting numbers were well down to start the year. But he's like a 76 free throw guy. He's like an 83. He was like a 28 three-point shooter. He's like 38 now. His usage has gone up. His two-point percentage is like 59%. His steal rates, which was already good, has gone from 2.2 per 100 to 2.9 per 100. His assist rate's gone up. The only thing that's really stayed stagnant is his rebound numbers. He's just improved everywhere. So much so that, yeah, you know, I, I don't know where I view this guy moving forward. I don't know how, he, how it all works with Chet next season, another draft pick, but is he a future all-star? I, I, that's honestly, with what I'm seeing from him, he's got to be fir- first-team all-rookie. He's probably the runner-up or second in rookie the, or third in rookie of the year. Uh, he's been amazing. And I had like I look at some of his stuff. Some of this stuff maybe doesn't stick. And no, what, are you, but is he ahead of Giddy? I don't know. I, man, Jesus, I think this team is going to be really good. Um, yeah, but he's been awesome. And then we look at Pig Williams. Someone asked me, why, why do you call him Pig? Easy. I don't like the J-Dub, J-Will monikers because they actually don't tell me a single thing as to which player is which. So I said at the start of the season, we're going to go by their colleges. Jalen Williams goes or went to Santa Clara, which are the Broncos. Broncos country, let's ride. The other Williams, the big Williams, went to Arkansas. And they're the Razorbacks, which is a type of pig. Pig Williams, Bronco Williams. That's that's it. That's it. Anyway, Pig Williams seems locked in as the starting center for the Thunder. He's getting a lot of steals. He's shooting unbelievably. Doesn't block many shots. He leads the NBA in charges taken despite playing Hardly any minutes. He's he's been impressive. He's not a must-roster 12-team league player, but for a four-game week next week, he's going to be on the radar for sure. And I just want to see a little bit more minutes consistency because he didn't even start the second half last game. They went with Lindy Waters. But I'm impressed with him. But the Raptors, I'm not impressed with Gaz Trent. Contract year, Gary Trent. Um, He was better last game. But last four games, 23, 24, 21, 25 minutes. That stinks. That's not good enough. But they play three games in the next four nights. So while I don't think that Trent, on a single game-by-game basis, when he went to the bench and was playing those minutes, was worth holding. You've got three games in four nights. You might have one game pushed to 30 minutes. Let's see he plays 25 the other two. It's 80 minutes, three nights, one waiver ad. Probably shoots 20% from the field. But you might get 50 points. You might get six threes. You might get six steals. It's probably enough for one waiver ad to make it make sense. I also want to watch Jakob Pertl because the minutes annoy me. He did have some foul trouble last game, but he's been like he's been like a top 30, top 40 player since arriving in Toronto. He's actually got top 20 upside, amazingly. If only they would just lean into playing him more minutes. It's frustrating they don't, but I want to see 
if we can just see that push from 30 to 32. Because that, that, does, that does make a difference. Finally, I changed the formatting at the top there. Paces, bucks. In terms of outs, well, I know that Benedict Matherin is out. That's good. We've heard that one. Um, they've just updated that Chris Duarte is out. Matherin, I'm ruling out for the week. I don't think he plays next week. I don't think he plays this season. I think it was a significant ankle sprain. They just haven't told us. I think it's a four to six weeker. Complete guess. Re- trying to read tea leaves when they don't tell us anything. But Matherin is out, let's say, minimum this week. They've just ruled Chris Duarte out with that ankle issue again. And they've got Buddy Heald, Tyrus Halliburton, Miles Turner, and TJ McConnell all questionable, which means streaming is really, really hard on this squad. For the Milwaukee Bucks... Chris Middleton's going to return for them. Um, he rested the last game. Grayson Allen missed Tuesday. They have now ruled him out for Thursday. That's just happened right now. He's just been ruled out. Brooke Lopez has actually appeared on the injury report as questionable. And Goran Dragic is questionable with knee soreness. So a few changes to the Bucks injury report. On the paces, well, I actually didn't talk about this. I talked about how the formatting was good, but what's their schedule like? The paces. Two more games this week between Thursday and Sunday. And they've got a nice four-game chunker next week. The Bucks two games more this week, three games next week. So not quite as good there. So that four game for the Pacers makes it really interesting. What are they going to do with Halliburton? Well, Halliburton and Turner, and then McConnell as a trickle down to the three, or even healed. They're the ones we want to watch because if they're missing games, then value opens up in other spots. So I do want to watch Andrew Nempard, who if Halliburton and McConnell are out, is useful as a streamer. For two more games, he is useful, but we might get useless Nempard or we might get solid Nempard. We don't know. I also want to watch Jordan Wara, who seems to play much better coming off the bench. He can put up numbers, and if Turner, Halliburton, and Heald are all out, he is going to get lots of shot attempts and lots of minutes, and probably has 20 and 6, which is honestly really, really good, and makes him a stream guy. But if they all play, he probably plays 23 minutes, and that limits him. The other guy, of course, we want to watch are the two big men if Miles Turner happens to be out, and that's Isaiah Jackson and Jalen Smith. Who, if Turner is out, both of those guys are 12-team league players. They're both 12-team ads in that situation. On the Bucks, I want to watch Jingling Joe Ingles with Allen out. He should be pretty solid. Look at his last five games. 26, 27, 26, 29, 27 minutes. That is, that is, that is really good. That is very useful. That is um, absolutely something that we can pay attention to in fantasy leagues without any doubt at all. And I don't know if it's going to be able to continue, though, because in those games, right, there was one game where, like last game, Allen was out, Middleton was out. The game, the three games before that, Yanni was out. So I don't really, the game before that, Middleton was out. So he's got all those games. But again, let's play the 240 game. We haven't played the 240 game in a while. I'm trying to work out the Bucks 240 a night minute rotation. Hard to get 27 for Ingles. And while I, th- I think he's, I think he's useful enough, and it's probably going to require someone being out there, either Giannis or Grayson or um, Drew or Middleton or Connaughton or someone. And if they are, then he's useful at 27 minutes. But it probably needs one of those blokes being out for that to happen. With Allen out, I want to see, do they go with Javon Carter? They probably do. And Carter, honestly, one of the most inconsistent blokes you'll find. Even look at his minutes. 35, 16, 19, 13, 23. He'll have 25 points in a game, and then he'll have three points, despite the minutes being the same. There is an opportunity here for him to start and put up okay numbers, but with Middleton, Holiday, Giannis all there, he might not be useful enough. But we do at least want to look at that. Of course, if Brook Lopez is out, which just appeared on the injury report, 
then you are going to be looking at Bobby Portis as a stream. Portis, with a healthy Giannis and Lopez, is not a 12-team league player. Portis, with one of those guys out, is. And there is an opportunity here for Bob to step up into a larger role. The Magic and the Suns. Sorry. The Orlando Magic and the Suns. Um, they're taking on the Suns here. The Magic have a pretty strong schedule. Three games for the rest of this week. Three games next week. The Suns have two more games this week and then three games next week. So that's a that's five in 11. The Magic have six in 11. We know that Durant and Shamit are out. They'll probably be out all of next week as well. Torrey Craig had a little bit of an issue with his heel and his face. Lost a tooth, I think, last game. But he is probable, so he should be ready to go. As for the Magic... They are clean on the injury report, which you don't get to say that often. Yes, Jonathan Isaac's out for the season. We know that. But otherwise, they are clean. So what we want to watch with their three games in four nights is Jalen Suggsy Suggs, who played only 22 minutes last game, but still had okay scoring and still got two steals. And prior to that 22 minutes, he played 30, 35, 26, 30, 25. That's, that's interesting to me. And the schedule does favor him. So he's at least worth a look here. I also want to watch Franz Wagner. He's been struggling a little bit, Franz, and had that ankle problem, played only 28 minutes last game, 26 the game before that. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a day off coming for Franz. He just feels banged up. He's had that thumb issue earlier in the year, he's had an ankle problem a couple of times. He's just not quite himself. Lower usage, lower efficiency. Just wouldn't be shocked to see if there is something that's bothering him long-term. Terrence Ross goes up against his former team. I want to watch that just to see what his role is. Do they play him 23 and limit Damian Lee? Or do they put Lee's minutes up? Do they put Payne's minutes up? Ross has really dropped off. He played 11 minutes last game, and I'm not really excited about him in the slightest. But if they do give him good minutes, he can be a three-point streamer. I just don't have confidence that that's going to happen. I also want to watch Josh Okogie, who is getting the minutes, but he's playing like Josh Okogie, and that's not a good thing. There was that little run where Okogie played well, where Durant was out initially, and... It screamed mirage because he was shooting like 58% on threes and something insane. And they were feeding him more shots and they were going in. Now, he's Josh Okogie again. So the shots aren't going in. So he's basically being ignored. And it's not like the Suns have this fantastic schedule coming up. The minutes are really nice for Okogie. I don't think that that is a must-roster situation. Yes, two games is not bad. There's no one that's playing four games here. And if you upgrade into a three-game team, it's one extra game. But that might make a difference when Okogie's not that good like upgrading a Kogi to Suggs or Cole Anthony, for example, with three games, it probably gives you a little bit better return. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. It's Built March Madness time. So head to builtmarchmadness.com. Fill out a bracket for your favorite flavored Built Bar. Not only do you get the joy of picking your favorite Built Bar, but you also get a chance to win some Built Bars. 50 locked on listeners will get a box of Built Bar. Simple as that. They will win a box, 50 locked on listeners, and one special locked on listener will receive 12 month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars and puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. You know that, but you know what the secret is? It's 100% real chocolate that's covering these bad boys. They taste like a candy bar, but they are low in calories, low in fat, low in sugar, but high in protein. Unbelievable. So go to builtmarchmanders.com right now, vote for your favorite flavor and maybe win some boxes of Built Bar, and all of some boxes while you're there as well. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick. Built Bar is built different. Today's episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. The NBA playoffs are just around the corner. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. 
New customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and three-pointers drained. If we go and have a look at some star player props for today's game, Steph Curry points. Over 28 and a half. Oh, that's what the line is. Steph Curry made threes. Over four and a half. Huh. That's a lot of threes. Can Steph do it in that game against the Clippers? Well, you can find that out at Fangio. And they even let you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to Fangio.com slash locked on. That's Fangio.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fangio, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And don't forget to gamble responsibly. So let's look at some streaming stuff. Injury replacements. I'm going to throw Brooke Lopez onto this list. If he misses, who's just been ruled out, if Brooke Lopez misses, then we're looking at Bobby Portis as the replacement there. With the Pistons, um, as I said, there's still some uncertainty, but we know that Bogdanovich is out. We know that Ivy is likely back. We know that Livers is out. So Livers being out helps Rocket Rodney Magruder. There's a little bit of value for Joseph. There's a little bit of value for Omarui. But um, then the return of Ivy limits that somewhat. I still think that with uh, with Livers out and with Bagley out, you're going to get some value from Magruder and Amaroy, but there's less value there for Corey Joseph. With Miles Turner, if he is out, Isaiah Jackson's my priority, but Jalen Smith is in that mix too. If Halliburton is out, we go to McConnell. If McConnell is out, we go to Nempard. And then if Heald is out, who's not on that list? Well, Duarte is out, so if... Duarte's out, Nwora gets a boost. If Heald is out, we go Nwora and Neesmith as boost guys. A lot of opportunities there in Indiana. Grayson Allen, if he's out, Javon Carter moves into that list while Grayson Allen is out. Again, I created this graphic and then they just bang through the injury report. Grayson Allen is out, so Javon Carter is worth a look, at least for deeper formats. And then you've got Joe Ingles in that mix as well. And we've got Brooke Lopez. If he sits, you've got Bobby Portis jumping in. In terms of streaming for category leagues, we've got Cole Anthony, this is just for Thursday, specifically Thursday. Cole Anthony, I like. Isaiah Joe, a little bit for points and threes, even though Shea is playing. Dorian Finney-Smith, Josh Okoge. It's not a great streaming day, by the way, as you can see by these names. Dorian Finney-Smith, Josh Okoge, Lou Dort, Tory Craig, Bruce Brown, and Malik Monk. But things can change depending on Indiana. We might have some great ones. We might have Nempard. We might have um, Nwora pushing up. We might have Isaiah Jackson, Jalen Smith pushing up into that situation if those guys are ruled out. That's probably the big one. And then Bobby Portis, if other guys are ruled out there as well. For deeper leagues, these guys are all 90% available. Aaron Neesmith, Pig Williams, Campaign, Seth Curry, Gaz Harris, Jordan Nwora, Ish Wainwright, yes, Eugene Omarui. These guys are all, I think, maybe 14-team yeah, league guys with Pig Williams, Neesmith, Nwora, and Omaroy being 12-team options as well. For points leagues, these guys are available in 40% plus of leagues. We've got Cole Anthony, Lugens Dort, Killian Hayes, Joshi Okogi, Jalen Duran, the passport legend, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Finney Smith, and Joe. So some of those names you didn't see on the category list because I have a different cutoff. I have 50% available for cats and 40% for points. But if... Hayes and Haduran and Caldwell Pope and even Finney Smith are available in a category league, then yes, they are streamable players. Looking at the next four days, total value to end the week. These are the guys that I like looking at. Cole Anthony's got three more games. KCP's got three more games. DiVincenzo's got two. Bruce Brown's got three. Suggs has got three. So while someone like a Brown, Anthony, Suggs, they're not great on an individual basis where if I look at all of their value rest of the season, I go, eh, you probably don't need a roster them. So that's when we're looking at Roto Leagues. Yeah, they're not must-roster guys. But to end this week with three games, 50% increase on the rest of the guys who play two, it's worth it. You've got Dan Gafford with two, 
iffy. Tari Eason, I st still think he's worth having. And then Kavon Looney's in there with two games as well. Let's look at some upcoming chunks. Three games in four nights to end this week. You've got the Magic, the Nuggets, and the Raptors. Three games in four nights. No one plays four games in five nights. There is the Magic and the Kings that play four games in six nights. So you're Malik Monk. Uh, Trey Lyles loses. Oh, no, he doesn't. He, he's fine because he's going to play these four games in six nights. You've got Malik Monk, Trey Lyles, Kevin Herter. Um, there are Keegan Murray, if he was dropped, that's the only reason you hold him because he has been struggling. The four games in six nights and then all those Magic guys that I talked about. No one plays five in seven starting Thursday, but the Magic do play five in eight. So it is a really, really strong run here for the Magic. For Anthony, for Suggs, for Flaming Mo Wagner, they have the most games out of any team over the next eight nights. And that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you're on YouTube, please, Thumb it up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.